welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how to live an authentic life connected to the truth of your very being and a life that is really each of our own individual missions to fulfill, explore, and realize. It's uh, confusing when we're in the world with so much external stimulus coming at us, so much information and ideology that are is remnants and traces of past lives, of family issues and conditions that uh, rest inside the body in the subconscious that leave us feeling that we are not enough or that we don't have the right, the capacity or the power to be in our divinity and connected to the sacred source uh, without the permission of a priest, a guru, an ism, a religion, a system of some sort. So For the Life of Me podcast is my medium. I am Srimati, your host, uh, sometimes called Julie Pyatt as well. Uh, But I am sharing on this medium ways that we can truly fold in, rest in, relax into our own individual divine designs so that we can truly remember who we are and realize our individual soul and body missions. Thanks so much for joining me. Julie Pyatt, also known as Srimati, is a mystic mother, musician, artist, chef, author, and healer who has lived her life immersed in devotion and expansive creativity. She is a way shower of finding the divine in all life experiences. On For the Life of Me podcast, Srimati shares her wisdom from a multitude of life events that she has experienced as processes of alchemical transformation. She is a powerful living example of how to love ourselves more so that we can live our unique design in a full and expansive self-expression. As when we live in this frequency, we bless all life around us. What you get with Julie in all of her endeavors is a sermon or prayer which radiates the vibration of a mystic mother, an energy that comes through her essence, her words, and her music. So this week on For the Life of Me podcast, I want to speak on nature. I want to speak to our connection with nature, the way that we perceive nature, and as I have experienced it, an opening. So when I pull the tarot card read for today's podcast, I use a tarot card deck from the spiritual community of Adam and Her. Um, and, uh, I use it as an Oracle. So it's important to understand that when we're using a tarot card or any other, uh, Oracle medium, I used to think when I was a little girl that the cards were magic. Um, but the, uh, the Intel is the cards are not magic. (laughs) The cards 
provide a reflection for your energetic knowing, this deep awareness that you have naturally and spontaneously within your very being. And the cards act as a tool to reflect that which your energy is expressing. And I had this amazing experience. I've just returned from teaching a retreat with my beloved Rich Roll in Italy, the Plant Power Italia Week of Transformation. And uh, many of the attendees, I'm certain, had never seen a tarot deck before. And after the first yoga class, um, I got everybody in attunement and sort of uh, we were able to coalesce the energy and harmonize the energy and get us really uh, unified. And then I laid tarot cards out face down and I asked them all to please come up and choose a tarot card. I told them they would be working with this tarot card for the week of their spiritual transformation. And the synchronicity, the truths and the connection and the depth that these cards were able to impart to these beloved divine retreat attendees uh, was actually just staggering, literally staggering. Many of them chose um, cards that were linked to loved ones who had passed. Others had animal totems and experiences actually when we did some breathing techniques where they uh, time traveled and shifted into another experience of life, sometimes becoming the very animal that they had drawn. So um, anyway, I just wanted to share that little bit about tarot cards because I think for some of us, there's sort of an illusion or we're not quite sure what they are. Is that a witchy thing? Like, what is that? Why are those girls shuffling those decks? So again, uh, finding a deck that you're connecting with that you can use as an oracle, remembering that you are the divinity and that the cards are allowing for you to... uh, realize or see or experience that gaze, that awareness in a form. So today when I was picking a tarot card uh, reading for this podcast that I wanted to record, uh, I was sitting in my garden, in my temple in nature, and I've been feeling a very deep need to actually go into the garden to commune with nature spirits, with the selfic realm, and also with animals. Um, so I picked the card of opening and I also picked a card of home and then I picked a card of the feminine and on this solstice, which happened just a couple days ago, I really felt it's like I had a knowing that there was a new platform, a new availability that nature had opened to some of us in a more available way, in a way that we had never been able to interact with her before. And suddenly, yes, I've always been connected to nature. Yes, I'm a plant-based chef. Yes, I have dedicated my life to serving um, uh, movements and forces that bring awareness to the necessities of planet Earth. I have many areas I could improve on, uh, you know, as a human being, when we wake up, we are creating harm by living in a modern world, by being consumers, by having numerous children and all kinds of uh, necessities that we need in a modern day life. We we inherently create harm like the second that they, that we wake up. So I am in no means preaching any form of perfection, But I am saying that I have been a lover of nature. I was raised in Colorado and Alaska. 
Um, spent most of my childhood in the forest, unsupervised for hours on end. I have no idea where my mother was. I would never let my children do what she let me do. However, I'm really grateful for it because I really feel like this is what has uh, opened my creative connection and my intuition and made it uh, so highly um, developed in many ways. But I'm telling you guys, it was a different moment. It was a moment where suddenly I realized, hey, there is a whole other realm of life forms that are here to co-create a new earth with us. And as I was reflecting about that, I was also thinking into how I had just sort of negated a lot of that. I think, I don't know if you feel this way listening to me speak, but when we are uh, taking on forms of householders like moms of numerous children or standing on the sidelines of the soccer games or going to the market or uh, nurturing our families, it seems that the life is very busy and it's also externally difficult. And sometimes we medicate out or we tend to watch movies or for instance, in my case, I developed a love of film and I would always see movies with my children because I wanted to connect with them. I wanted to be part of them. And there were a lot of children in my house. So this went on for many, many, many years. And I'm feeling that in a way, and I'm sure it was all in divine timing. And I'm a huge believer in that whatever is the highest divine is the thing that occurred. So I'm never looking at my life with regrets or with analysis. But I would say at this point in my life, and I think at this point on the planet, there is a profound moment of shift. And suddenly I'm looking around, almost being reminded like, oh, yes, we are part of nature. We are part of the earth. Uh, we can co-create with her. And I started to reflect on some spiritual teachers that I've had, a few of them that I have seen alter the weather, um, Native American chief, I saw uh, manifest a collection of clouds that were otherworldly, um, bring rain into a space. Uh, I've seen a rainbow appear over another master teacher of mine. So I have seen these elements occur. And then I realized that I had forgotten to register and acknowledge various times when I had, in fact, affected the weather. I had an experience when I was going through a financial collapse that lasted nine years, and I was forced to list my house in an attempt to sell it. I didn't want to sell it, but it came to that moment where I needed to do something because the judgment of my family and my society was too great, so I needed to at least look like I was making a move. So I listed my home, and we live in California where it's sunny every single day, mostly, and these people were coming to see the house and it was literally socked in and very, very gray and dim. And I remember going into the garden and asking the Davic realm, the devas, the nature spirits at my home, please open up the clouds at the time that the house is shown because I really felt like I needed to open the possibility of being able to sell this house. Well, in my meditation, I envisioned my home, Jai home, which is her name, it means victory, 
I would envision her connected to the North Shore of Kauai in many, many, many meditations. She was connected via a rainbow bridge. And it sounds kind of cheesy, and I I can't explain it to you, but it just was there. And I have had many, many expansive experiences on the North Shore of Kauai. It has been a mystical place for me and a place of mysticism that has been present in times of birth and also in times of death in my own family. Um, When I arrived back to the house after the showing was complete, not only had the clouds parted and the sun was shining, but there was an actual physical rainbow over my home. Now, I've lived in Calabasas for almost 20 years. I had only seen a rainbow one other time, and that was when a spiritual master was at my house. That was the other time that I'd seen a rainbow. Probably since then, in the last maybe year and a half, I've seen a couple more, not over my house, but nearby because of the shift in the in the weather uh, and the global warming effect and the changing of the temperate climate where we live. But at the time, this was very, very rare. And so I was reminding myself, yes, okay. So we do have the power to interact with nature even at that level. I have had another experience at Plant Power Italia, the last two trips that I've been there. They have had forecasted torrential rains on the final night of our outside dinner. And I have a running joke with Francesco, the owner of the villa, because he comes to me and he says, Julie, you need to work on the rain because it's, it's, a bad, and I always, it's a bad condition. And I always tell him, don't worry, we've got it. Then I invite Mel from Conscious City Guide, Mel Nahas, my partner and beloved friend, who's very connected also to the nature realm. And I ask her as well. And then I ask my friend Jen, also Ayurvedic practitioner from Blooming Lotus Ayurveda. And the three of us, we just don't worry about it. And without fail an hour before we're supposed to be out there, everything starts clearing up. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because you're like me, because it's not that I'm telling you that I have this special power. I'm telling you that when we take the opening, when we walk through the opening or walk through that portal and start to look upon nature as something not separate from ourselves, we can find so much support so much community, and so much life in that experience. So we've been living in a patriarchal world, a world that's focused on the masculine, show me the money, show it to me, prove it to me. And the reality of life is life is made up of both elements, both masculine and feminine, which is the unseen. So there are unseen forces at work all the time that are part of what it means to create something. When we create any manifestation in our lives, it is a garden of sorts. It is a creation of a garden of sorts. And everything that has ever been manifested requires the presence of the Davic realm because it's a reformation or an organization of matter into a certain pattern which creates a physical form. So without us even being conscious of it, this is at play all the time. But what if we were conscious of it? And what if we started to really, really fall into that alignment and feel that connection with Mother Earth, with nature? 
So we're facing so many issues on planet Earth, global warming, uh, wars, uh, you know, the, the, the destruction of our planet in so many different forms. And at the end of the day, if we really look into what is the reality of Mother Earth, she is a multidimensional being. She is a star gate. She is a magnificent power, more powerful than any human force. Mother Earth is going to be just fine. <laughs> she is going to rejuvenate, transform, recreate herself. The question is, are we going to continue to live here with her? Is the human species going to be part of this expression? So if we look at it, you look at the popular unconscious thought that is just within all of our beings. There's this intellectual truth, which is really a lie, that corporations carry the most power. The people with the money have the most power, right? Greed is the most powerful force. But if you really, really look beyond that and you just gaze upon a mountaintop or look into the ocean or rest into a forest, where is the true wisdom? Who is the great consciousness? Who has the awareness to transcend anything? As humans, we like to think we're so powerful that we have everything figured out. And think about what happens to our political stances, to our societal uh, divisions, when Mother Nature simply shakes her back a little bit. She shakes some water off of her back. We go flying like ants in the winds. She ignites her elements of fires, of winds, of waters, where is our political stance then? Where is our great intellectual prowess at that moment? Everything becomes very uh, evened out immediately. Suddenly there is no uh, privilege. There is no discrimination. It simply is uh, the elements of nature, the elements at work, the elements speaking. So it's become very visceral to me uh, even more so, that we have this tremendous opening and this opportunity to merge with the elements of nature, to understand that we are connected to her, we are a part of. And if I have to choose who I'm going to align with, I'm going to tell you I'm with her. I'm with her. And I have seen the magic already from only opening up the possibilities and the energetic, I'm going to say protection, but I'm also going to say like a nourishment. I feel that by opening the door, by walking through this portal and receiving the offerings of nature, there is a cushion that is around me. I don't feel alone anymore. And I don't feel that I have to protect my expressions from the elements of nature. The one thing that's very apparent is in this human life, we have free will. No nature element can 
intervene with free will. So it is ultimately our free will that is expressing. It's just that we have the collaboration, the support and the community and the love and the celebration of these other forces. So suddenly, as I gaze upon the creation, the, the things that I came here to express, I feel fortified, I feel held, I feel empowered. And I'm going down an expression of food, and it's not in the forefront right now because I'm finishing two books and an album this year, as well as launching a plant-based cheese line and continuing with Water Tiger monthly mentorship. Um, but my next expression of food is literally the dishes to look like landscapes. Like, like it has become an art form when we eat to return into the elements. And this is what is calling to us now. This is the communication that I'm hearing now, loud and clear. It's like they're singing. It's like nature is singing open, open to our collaboration. And if I could alter the weather patterns, and if I could gather with a few friends and we could alter weather patterns, what could we do as a collective? What if there were thousands of us that were creating vibrational, natural tides and currents that could offset or neutralize man-made destructive actions. Hmm, so interesting. And I don't know what that would look like exactly, but it seems to me that I've been asleep, that I haven't been recognizing all the support and all the life that is available to me. And so I wanted to share this with you. I wanted to create this podcast and just put this out into the field and speak more on it. It's not a frivolous, silly idea. Tree hugger, we have that, right? Always um, making fun of people that believe they can speak to nature spirits, animals, communicate with animals. Also the other planetary implant that we have a right to inflict violence on other sentient beings because we have a brain that thinks in a certain way. So that makes us superior. Also very interesting. I have to say that I'm not the same. Something has changed. Something has deepened. Something has opened. And it's right on the heels and alignment of my online monthly mentorship community, Water Tiger. This is where I was arriving last year when I just needed to recede and rescind from any structures, from any yoga lineages, from any gurus, from any, any ideology, any dogmas, anything 
that was distracting me from my very nature. And so until I fully have embodied or climbed into whatever that form is, until I have moved in that form and truly understood what that is, I can't know if I want to be part of a yoga, yoga lineage or if I want to study with a guru or I want to pick up some ideology from some system. I mean, I know already the answer is no. <laughs> but how would I know? Because I don't know myself yet. And I came into this body to know myself, right? So we all came in to realize our very own unique life design and if you look at nature, it's created in perfection. And it doesn't mean that every design is necessarily pleasing to you. I have my preference. We all have our preferences. So I can say that I love all life and I prefer some life forms to others. That's because I have a unique div divine design, just like all of you. So if you're interested in Going further with some of these experiences, I, I adore teaching. I adore sharing these awarenesses, experiences that I have gleaned and experienced over many, many, many years. Uh, I had an absolute joyful time teaching in Tuscany and also on Malta and Gozo. To be able to hold the space in devotion with the knowledge of what I know and share it and see people expand is truly one of the greatest blessings of my life. Now, of course, not everybody can come on retreat and my retreats are definitely high end and they're priced that way for a reason. So I want to offer the monthly membership so that those of you that have questions, that wanna pursue, that wanna push the boundaries, that I could possibly hold a lantern for you and hold a light for you so that you might discover more of who you are. So if you want to know more about that, you can find out more about that on my website. And I do want to also mention that diet and food is a very, very important step. And I don't talk that much about it. I co-authored two books and written one book on my own. So I have a lot of recipes out uh, in the field that are plant-based and you can find all of those books on my website as well. But what I want to talk to you about is that uh, Rich and I created something called the Plant Power Meal Planner. It is a very accessible tool that plans all of your plant-based meals for your families. It customizes them, creates shopping lists, and even groceries are delivered in some metropolitan areas. This service is amazing and you, uh, you can have it for less than $2 a week. So basically you have an entire service that plans for you. We have uh, food coaches that are available for you to discuss any questions you have. And we also have video resources available to you. So if you're interested in that, I actually don't have that on my site right now. Go to richroll.com and you'll see the banner at the top for the Plant Power Meal Planner. 
And you might want to check it out. If you're like me, uh, you might need some tools and support. And other than that, um, I hope to see you guys in the Water Tiger community. I also want to make just a note that you're, this isn't about being at a spiritual level. Um, I will definitely blow your mind, however. <laughs> so maybe be, be prepared for that. Uh, but I will tell you the Plant Power Italia crew um, they uh, they were very grateful and they ended up loving it. They started calling me hashtag sneak attack. Um, but anyway, so don't be don't be shy and don't think that you're going to get singled out. There's no interaction with the members in between uh, each other because uh, I'm really focusing on individual realization. So I'm there to answer your questions. You can listen to the techniques and the call. Watch the call at your convenience. And uh, this isn't a contest. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And more than that, we are all multidimensional beings having a human experience. And I am speaking a lot about that these, these days, and it's feeling more and more normal to me. So uh, I hope to dispel the myth about that and get us in touch with really all that we are. So anyway, thanks so much for joining me on the on the podcast for the life of me. I'm happy to be broadcasting across this medium. I want to remind you guys that I am publishing my memoir this month. Sorry, this month, this year. Oh my God, I would have so much work to do. Uh, it's called For the Life of Me. I'm going to be sharing all of my life stories, uh, very vast and magical mystery tour-esque experiences. Uh, three husbands four children, and many, many, many spiritual teachers, you can imagine. <laughs> so anyway, um, I guess that's it until next time. Uh, the next podcast installment will be an excerpt from my book while I, where I will read a chapter. So anyway, I'm sending you guys so much love, grace, and beauty. And uh, until next time, please remember that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you into finding your own way into living your most authentic, expansive expression. How could it be otherwise? For you are a divine emanation of God. Peace and namaste. Follow Julie on Instagram and Twitter at Srimati, S-R-I-M-A-T-I. Please subscribe to For the Life of Me podcast on iTunes. And if you haven't already, rate and review the show. Join the Water Tiger community for monthly sacred content, including offerings on current topics, Ask Sri Anything, and a healing, meditation, or expansion technique. Download Julie's new music and sound healing experience. Sriya is the spontaneous journey of two voices that become many. Formed with deep intention and devotion to song as a universal language, the flow takes singers Srimati and Ria on a unique adventure where voices begin in individuality, harmoniously answering the call traveling into the unknown where in a field of sound they become one interchangeably. As the many voices create a sound bath of cellular nourishment, where the tones communicate with the self and nature throughout the multiverse, the listener has the invitation to sing along and add their tones to this offering or simply allow their release into the embrace of the cosmic mother. Srimati is available for limited private sessions. 
You can schedule an appointment and find more information at juliepyatt.com. Click on Work With Me. Pre-order Julie's memoir for the life of me. Find sample chapters and info at juliepyatt.com and click on Books. For all these offerings in addition to Julie's cookbooks and music, go to juliepyatt.com. If you are feeling some healing and experience some support or expansion from this content, please donate and support the show. Go to patreon.com backslash shrimati. Shrimati.